Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. But here we are back in pack therapy. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters. Craig will be calling in from New Jersey at some point this evening um, from a d- undisclosed location that he might not even know yet. But Petey... They're back to the loot. They're losing ways. It's tough. Honestly, what I thought is this looked like a tired hockey team. Yeah. They, they, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to play that hard every night on the road. Um, they've, they've got three wins on this road trip was more than we predicted. Yeah. Um, from the start of it, probably more than I predicted in the first 14 of this whole trip. Um, they just look tired tonight. Jersey, Jersey is one of the fastest team in the National Hockey League. They're unbelievably quick up the ice between the blue lines, especially. Um, they were able to turn over pucks and and get get their wheels going, and, and the Coyotes just looked a step behind. And the biggest thing you can look at and show is that they're really behind is all the, the penalties they took. Oh, my gosh, the penalties. And that shows a slower team that doesn't have the puck. I mean... The penalties were unbelievable. They had eight of them. Eight New Jersey had eight. actually. I don't. They might have had more than eight. To be honest, um, they had eight. New Jersey had eight power. They had plays. nine because they had the, the yeah. coincidentals with the yeah. Ryan, so, so nine. Like you just can't take that many penalties and expect to win games. You just can't. And lucky for them, New Jersey was only one for eight on the power play. But yeah. that's lucky because y- you can't expect to come out of a game alive like that. Frankly, the fact that it was only a 4-2 game and someone in the Discord said it earlier with all the penalties, with all the neutral zone turnovers, it was a surprise that it wasn't more of a... It could have been. It could have been much worse. Because that Jersey Devil power play, they zipped the puck around pretty well, but they kept looking... We've said this about other teams. They kept looking for that perfect play or that perfect pass. They probably made one or two extra passes on the power play um, where they should have put more pucks on net because we've seen from the Coyotes that the best way to be successful on the power play is to get the puck to the net. Um, and I thought Jersey probably passed up some shots. They were trying to look for the better, the yeah. next better play. Um, 
And you know what? They just missed a few of those nets. They missed, you know, said two on ones and three on twos where they were buzzing up the ice and they just lost the puck. Um, this could have been worse than four to two. I thought Vimelka was good and made some big saves when he needed to. Yeah. Um, but the team overall didn't have that same jump yeah. um, that they've had over this last week, well, last week in New York. Yeah, no, they did not. Um, well, let's look at the rest of the numbers, too, while we're while we're talking about the numbers, because we already talked about the the eight power plays that New Jersey had. Um, but the Coyotes PD, their power play stays in Fuego, which we'll talk about more in a second here. Two for four on the power play tonight. That's 50%. Very, that's math I can do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but again, like look at the shots on goal. Even for New Jersey, only 26 shots. But the Coyotes had 18 shots on goal. On average, that's here's more easy math for me. That's six shots on average, a period. That's just, again, not good enough. You're, and, you know, both of New Jersey's goalies are injured. They had their, you know, next guys up, I guess, if you will. 18 shots on goal, not going to get it done. And then shot attempts. We've This is a number we've been calling attention to a bit more this season. New Jersey, 57 shot attempts to the Coyotes, 34. Yeah, there's so many things wrong here. <laughs> and, and, and you start with the 18 shots on goal. It's the lowest shot on goal total for the season. Um, for they had this four team. shots in the second period. Yeah, I, again, we, we talked about getting pucks to the net, and when you're struggling to get shots, you just got to throw pucks to the net. And it, it goes back to they didn't have the puck, and when you don't have the puck, you take penalties. And when you take penalties, you don't have the puck even more. Yeah. And so I'm not surprised they ended up with 18. And again, let's let's put this all in perspective. They won their last three games on this trip. They're three out of four right now. This is okay. Yeah, we're not. We're just like. Yeah, they, they look tired, and it's okay we're to like be tired. Coming down from exactly. it too, I think a little. Exactly. Bit. Yeah. So the eighteen and and the eight penalties, eight eight power plays against, is the most they've had all season too. So yeah. those two numbers uh, are are the ones that really show what happened in this game. They just didn't have the puck enough. No. Um. You know their power play did it again though, and, and they go two for four. Edmonton goes one for five. They're chasing Edmonton at two. This is going to be close again, though. That math gets hard because we're 14 games in, so I can't do that math. No. But um, they're going to tighten the gap between them and the Edmonton Oilers by tomorrow morning. They're going to be no worse than third, closing in on second. And to say that, 14 games in, and we talked about it, their, their penalty kill is going to be what? Or power play is going to be 29 29%? It is 29. 29.6% is going to be over 30%. And a year ago, it was 9%. Yeah, so actually, shall we pull that up? Yeah, let's pull so that. So we have we tweeted this out before the game, um, and it's a comparison to the Coyotes. And this is pre this game. Pre-tonight. Pre-tonight. So this is for through 13 games. Actually, though, they still have six wins and 13 points. Yeah, power I mean, play it's still pretty up. accurate. But through 13 games this season, the 22-23 Coyotes, six wins, 13 points. 29.6% power play, which we just said is going to go up. This team last year through the same number of games, one win, three points, the power play, 9.7%. Yeah. 9.7. They're like, scoring one out of they're <laughs> scoring on one of every three now. They're scoring out of one out of every ten last year. And the difference of points, a 10-point difference between last year and this year, 10 points is massive. The problem is when you're talking about a rebuild and a tank and top pick in the draft, that 10 points is difficult to make up. Like that's that's a huge spread, that 10 points. And it puts you, like we said, they're in 23rd. 23rd, they're not 32nd, they're 23rd, which means there's nine teams behind them. It's, there's a lot of hockey left. 
But that 10 points is a big buffer for some of those teams that are looking at the at the Bedard sweepstakes. So I we'll know. see. We'll see. I, I, I still think this team, there's a lot of things coming ahead for this team. When they play well and they play together, they're a good team and they can compete. They have to have excellent goaltending. It's got to be above average to be good. They got to be great on the power play and their chemistry is elite. The problem is the better this team does and there's better the individual performances are, the more likely they are to have someone get traded. Thank you, CWP. For doing the math. For doing the math. 31.25%. That, I mean, having, That's oh, unbelievable. Over 30%, one out of every three opportunities is The Arizona Coyotes. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> And it's not it's not Yandel and Oliver Ekman Larson. It's 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 Bo- Travis Boyd and I Nick know. Ritchie and guys that and JJ Mosier. Yeah. And I tell you, even I'm going to bring it back. It was early in the first period. We talked about go back to that article that Craig wrote, and then I put a few pictures in, and we showed how Nick Ritchie is scoring. He's all alone in the middle of the box. I would have thought by now that teams have watched video and go, hey. Nick Ritchie's pretty good from the middle of the box. We probably should get somebody closer to him, at least a stick length to him. Happened again tonight. He's all alone. He turns around and shoots. He didn't score because it was a great save by the goalie. But again, I don't know. how. Maybe it's because they're they're busy watching Zibanejad and Stamkos and, and Ovechkin that they're not watching the Coyotes' power play because I would get somebody in the middle of the box right away and get somebody on Ritchie. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'm, they're leaving him all alone. And when you leave him all alone, he gets the puck. Now people go to him and now you kick it out to somebody else. I tell you this power play, they've got enough options, enough people scoring. You can stay in games if your power play is good enough to put points on and the board. You know what? It doesn't always have to be pretty. You saw Dylan Gunther's goal tonight on the power play. It went off a New Jersey body, but the reason it did is because they were storming the net yeah. and they were there and they were shooting the puck and, yeah. and they had bodies in front of the net. Absolutely. And yes, it went off. You know, it wasn't Dylan Gunther's best goal he's ever going to score in the NHL, but a goal is a goal and he'll take it. Um, and that, they don't that's, ask how, they ask how exactly, many. Exactly. And that started off, you know, the the success on the power play and, and it tied the game at the point of the game where it was. Um, and Michelli again got another assist. And, and Matthias McCalder is now leading rookie scoring in the NHL as officially Maddie Benier is off. Benier did not play tonight. Pinto did not get a Pinto point. Pinto did not get a point. So as of this very second, Matthias Michelli leads the NHL in rookie scoring. And last or this week, I s- spoke directly to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and said, we need Matthias Michelli. Called your odds. And guess what? They answered. And they're and there. Matthias Michelli has the F. Eight, eighth best odds to win the Calder at plus 2,500 on DraftKings. So there you go. Matthias McCalder, as we've been calling I, I mean, it, we have to go back to August when we sat there and said, this team is going to be last. I said this team is going to be worse than they were a year ago because they lost, they lost Beagle. They lost Especially veteran, watching the first few games of the season, too. Veteran leadership. And then they give up these 6-2 goals, and we go, okay, this is going to be... There's, we're sitting here at November 12th with the rookie leading scorer right now. Third, potentially getting close to second best power play in the National Hockey League. Keller is more than a point-a-game guy. What? Like, What? What's happening with this team? They went three out of four on their New York road swing. We keep saying wagon. I'm, I don't know about a wagon because I don't know if the playoffs are realistic uh, for this team right now. But for them to be where they are this year, 
is it just an absolute testament to how well they're playing together as a group. Yeah. And tonight, I I know Jersey was the better team, and Jersey skated a little better and had the puck more. And let's not forget, New Jersey was coming into tonight. Eight games. Eight games. So now this is their ninth, ninth win. They're leading the Metropolitan yeah. Division, which has teams like the Rangers and, yeah. you know, we well, the Penguins we expected to be better. But, you know, that's a it's a competitive division. They're rolling. So, you know, credit yeah, to and them have- and credit to the Coyotes for not losing by more than two. Exactly. And then one of the things that the Devils have that the Coyotes want is they have very high draft picks on this team. They have two first overall picks. Well, that helps. And I guess if you read Craig's article today that came out about the New Jersey Devils, it's what the Coyotes hope to be two, three, four years down the road. They hope to be this. And we keep yeah. talking about the teams to compare against. It's Ottawa, Buffalo, and Jersey. These are the and teams Detroit. that have- and Detroit, high draft picks, sprinkling some veteran leadership, and this is what you can have. Yeah. So again, this is what Coyotes fans can hope for in the future. The speed, the skill. Um, the future's bright. It's bright. And and winning three out of four so far on this trip, I think, has been a big step forward for this group. Yeah, and a core piece of that future who doesn't matter who they bring in, he's a part of it. That's Clayton Keller, who we've talked about you know, all this season so far, who is been very quiet this year but quietly productive like it just he's not you know last year he led the team in goals he's not there yet this year but he's a point per game guy and Craig tweeted this tonight he's on a 94 point pace right now which is more than a point per game he scored today on the power play not just score unlike Gunther's goal which was kind of a you know off a body this was a beautiful you know forehand backhand in the net kind of on the rush um, by Clayton Keller who I keep using the word quiet, but he just feel it feels quiet, but yeah. he's been really productive. Well, it's only his fifth goal of the season, but he's got 16 points in 14 games. The one thing on that goal, and it's something that Leah and I, when we sit and watch the game, we talk about all the time, is Keller off of the rush five on five, he pulls up or he stops inside the blue line looking for something else to happen. He rarely drives the net five on five. Yeah. Rarely, if ever. I can't think of the last time I've seen it. So for him to do what he did on the power play where he split the middle and he did it with speed yeah. and he went up the ice and he would drove right to the net to get that goal. It was a high skill goal. It was a great goal on the power play. But what that says to me is he needs to do that five on five. Yeah. Like he's got to have the confidence. He has that skill. Sp- he does. He he's got to have the confidence. And part of it might be the injury that you're, you're a little bit shy, but he's got to get that confidence that he can go wide on a defenseman and he can drive the net five on five. He needs to add that to his golf bag because it's a skill that he has to have if he wants to be an elite player or a very good player in this league. He's got to be able to drive the net. And it's something he hasn't showed five on five. Power play, he did it. So we know he can. We just need to see that on five on five play because I think he's, I mean, that's what a goal scorer does. Mm -hmm. And if he wants to be an elite goal scorer, he needs to be able to have that as part of the things that he can do. So let's hope now he's getting more confidence. Now he's got the goal. And we talked about 16 points in 14 games. If that doesn't give you confidence, I don't know what does. Yeah, exactly. Let's see him continue to to get better and and more offensive and get get, um, more goals as the season goes on. Absolutely. Well, that is why we are crowning. Clayton Keller tonight's DraftKings king of the game with that goal. He also had two shots, um, you know, kept kept the Coyotes alive in the second period where they only had four shots on goal, um, you know, other last goal of the game. But thank goodness for this power play PD or this could have been a, a shutout if, if you eliminate all chances of a power play. They're five on five 
play hasn't been quite as, you know, good as their power play, but at least they have that as an option. So we'll take anything we can get for the the goal scoring as far as the goals go. Um, but your boy Bukestad had a... I know, Bukestad, I wanted to get him king of the game again. He drove the net and missed the net by about three feet, but... It was a nice little play. Every, it was a nice play. Every time. Who's king of the game? Bukestad. Uh, Bukestad. Bukestad. Mm, no, but, drove you know, the net. He, he looked pretty good. Fisher had a breakaway chance. Today, unfortunately, Fisher's turnover was what led to a New Jersey goal. Uh, you saw O'Brien getting into it again. Yeah. Unfortunately, his penalty <laughs> led to a New Jersey goal. So, you know, we're seeing mistakes, but we're also seeing positives on the other side. It's it's kind of a balance. And this is this is good because this is what we've talked about in terms of you know, pushing this team forward in, in terms of just getting better over time, not necessarily getting better to win games, but just getting better and creating yeah. better habits and, you know, better competitive mindset. You look at their body language. We talked about a year ago, their body language, and you'd see them sulking on the bench and down, oh, it's seven to one and we're getting our ass kicked or we're getting outshot 50 to 10. And it was just that defeatist attitude. Now it's like, we're close. We get another power play. We're back in this. And I think that's what this power play has done. It gives them hope in a game that, hey, if we get on the power play, we're going to get one. And if we get one, we're right back in this. And I think that there's more of a, I didn't feel like they got pushed around. I, I think Jersey was faster and better and more scoring attempts, all of that. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think the Coyotes ever at any point, right up to the final buzzer, looked like they gave up. No. Like they worked well, hard. You even saw it at the end, like players diving to block empty net goals yeah you know like literally in front of the net taking pucks just to avoid they already knew they were probably going to lose but just you know preventing that there there's definitely that compete um and that's still there and so that's what we want to see yeah and so if if you see that kind of an effort you go okay this is a team that's not learning how to lose we talk about that a lot in a rebuild you don't want to learn how to lose this team doesn't do that i think they've taken a big stride from where they were a year ago I know, again, I hate to say this, hope not too big of a stride because the top three players in this draft, the two of them for sure are are, are franchise changing that could set the course of this team for the next decade. So you'd still like to see them have some bumps in the road, and I think they will, and I think they will. But it is good to know as a fan, you can watch this team and go, you know what? we got a chance, and against yeah. good teams too. Yeah. Tomorrow, <laughs> and here, here we talk about being tired. And as this trip wears on, you get tired. And and I think the concern now is now they're playing back-to-back and they're going to Madison Square Garden. One thing that Madison Square Garden does is it brings out the best in players. They play hard. Madison Square Garden's got a lot of juice. The building is exciting. So guys come prepared. They get up for that game. But this is the last game before they come home. Yep. So they'll be excited, I think. To, um, and I know we talk about it. It's a 14-game road trip, but this is the five-game swing of it. They're going to yeah. be home for a couple of days. Um, so we'll see. But if you've been betting on the Coyotes on this road trip, you've probably won yourself some money. They've been underdogs in every single game. But uh, unfortunately, they didn't get it done tonight. But if a good bet, I would say, going forward is Clayton Keller over half a point a game. Like, like at this point, yep. if you're looking maybe not to do the money line or the puck line, look at the player props because – some of these Coyotes players have been really successful. Um, Mosier, like, you know, there, there's a lot of ways you can win. When well, you go that long-term Michelli pick, too. The That's Calder, true. The, the odds are there now. Plus 2,500 Plus on DraftKings. So check out DraftKings if you're a new customer and you sign up right now. You can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 if your team wins 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code PHNX. That's code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And really quickly, before we bring in Craig, Sean, what is your DraftKings pick of the week? Um, well, it was going to actually be Coyote's money line for tomorrow, but Halak is playing for the Rangers right now, which means we most likely will get Jesterkin. So I'm not going to bet on the Coyotes in that instance. So I'm going to go back to the NFL. Um, also staying away from my Buffalo Bills for once because last <laughs> didn't last really week, go well. Last didn't weekend. go well, and this and now our quarterbacks hurt. So I don't know what that's going to be look like. So I'm going to go with Petey's Chiefs. Ooh. I am. They're minus eight and a half, which I like. But my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week is going to be the over fifty one points in the Kansas City Chiefs Jacksonville Jaguars game. I think both these teams wow. put up points and that hits there relatively go. easily. Let's so go my King Sports pick wrong. of the week is over fifty one. Change opinion there. is not important here. <laughs> <laughs> well this is Sean's pick of the week. So if you want to go with Shane, if you want to go with Sean, do so on DraftKings and uh, we'll see what happens and then you can angrily tweet at one or the other. Um, but without further ado, because I know he's on limited time. Oh yeah we better get to him. Welcome in Craig who Craig everyone was Ooh, where are you? A locker room? I'm in a locker room. I'm going back. Are to you in the locker days. room? I'm in one of the ones right across from the Coyotes locker room because I don't want to miss when they're walking out. I don't. Oh, want I to thought you might have been in the Coyote. Maybe they called on you late to to kill a penalty because they were also tired. Um, <laughs> Craig. People were in the chat were saying, "Oh, where's Craig?" And then, um, someone said he's in the penalty box. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, penalties were part of the story. I'm sure you guys have talked about this, although the one on Nick Ritchie was a terrible call. I actually chatted with Nick for just a second before we talked to Clayton Keller, and Nick said they even changed the call on the penalty because they realized it was such a, a bad call. It was Miles Woodstick that hit the goalie. He didn't even feel like he had a call. Fortunately, it didn't cost them, but overall, they took a lot of penalties, and... Never, never rely on NHL stats ever again, because I just looked at the stat sheet and it said the Coyotes had three giveaways in this game. I don't know what the guys up in the uh, NHL stats crew in the booth were doing tonight, but they <laughs> missed a lot because the puck over a lot tonight. Yeah, and that's one of the things, too. You look at the news on, I just I didn't look at that stat either, Craig. They're both both teams credited with three giveaways. Come on. Like that, the Coyotes did that on one play coming up through between the blue lines. So that was one of the issues for sure was turnovers a little more. But again, they won three out of four through this New York swing. So we're okay. Yeah. We're not. Right. No, this is fine. Yeah. We needed it's to okay. cool the Jets a little it's bit okay. too. It's <laughs> okay. And it's back-to-back games. This is going to be tough. I, I saw Karen saying here that they're, they're coming home after the game. So there's going to be a little spring in their step coming in MSG tomorrow because they're coming home. I'm telling you. Yep. Yeah, I think we're probably going to see Laurent Dauphin in the lineup tomorrow. I think Connor Ingram is probably going to be in goal tomorrow. There'll be some changes. But other than that, yeah, you're right. It's already been a good road trip. If they can come with a good effort at MSG, no matter what happens on a back-to-back, they've had a good road trip. And like you said, Leah, need to get back on track because we all <laughs> we all know the real goal here. Come on. Come on, Coyotes. Get back on track. Um, yeah, poor, poor Laurent Dauphin, or not, maybe not poor, just got to – trip to new yeah, york all expense paid trip you know the they win a trip they don't with the want, coyotes they don't want to you know mix up the winning lineup so you know tonight you'd think especially on a back-to-back they're going to go with ingram like you said and maybe Dauphin will get to be in the lineup but craig who did you speak with tonight and what did they have to say got to talk to clayton keller he was the only player that we actually talked to other than coach andre turin um 
But, it, you know, reiterating the same things, the penalties hurt them. They thought they had a good start, and I agreed with them there. They, you know, they did come out, and they, they looked like they were competing early in this game. They got a little bit out of their rhythm. The turnovers forced them, as Andre said, to, you know, expend so much energy just defending, and, and that, those those things together hurt them. And then I know you talked about it before the game, Petey, but, man, when you're in the arena – New Jersey speed really pops through through the neutral yeah. zone, through middle ice. They are a fast team. Yeah, they they really are. So I feel like we've we've talked about everything in this game already. So Craig, I have a couple of questions for you about your New York trip as a whole, since we had so much talk about about Tempe the other day. We didn't really get to ask you about it, but you actually had the chance to tour the NHL office. On Thursday, did you see Gary Bettman and did you present your long list of suggestions? Gary found out I was coming, so he left town. <laughs> Just like the city council plans their exactly. meetings around you being out of town. <laughs> yeah, he went to Florida, I guess. I, I'm told that he's on vacation, actually, with his family, although the people in the office say that Gary actually never takes vacations. He works while he's on vacation. But I did sit in on uh, in on uh, Bill Daly's office for a little while, and we chatted for a bit. So I got to see the big wigs' offices. More importantly, that office, I can't believe I haven't done this. I know they've only been in this office for a little over a year, but I've never toured the NHL's offices in, in New York before, and I feel like an idiot for not doing it because they're unbelievable. And I'm uh, as I said, I'm going to have a story on this. I, I took some of my expert photographs as well, so – People enjoy, you know, my skills on that front. <laughs> they're, not, they're not good. I'm actually asking. Hey, last like, time I, you took video went viral, Craig. Yeah, that was for a different reason. It definitely wasn't because of my ability. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, of Gary and Bill sitting at the coffee machine and they're drinking. Oh, another great day at the office. Oh, shit. Craig Morgan's here. Craig Morgan's here. Oh, shit. Tell him I'm on vacation in Florida. And he just running down the hall. Oh, Gary Bettman leaving. Bill, you deal with him. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing you, Craig, because he wanted, he didn't want to have to face that long list of suggestions from Craig S. Morgan. <laughs> oh my All gosh. I wanted to talk to him about was the statue. The statue, <laughs> the statue of Batman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know. And your conference in division realignment plan. Yeah, I was going to drop that later. After <laughs> that, All the statue. Also, this comment from Nicholas is really funny. Locker room, Craig, looks small compared to the spacious, vaulted ceilings of the away locker room. Is that mullet? mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Poverty this franchise. Is, this is auxiliary locker room here. I want to make that clear at the Prudential Center, the rock <laughs> as it's called. It's, this is not a team locker room for either the Devils or the Coyotes. This is just an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> and Craig, speaking of locker rooms and arenas, we briefly touched on it the other night when the Coyotes were at UBS Center. You also got to tour that as well. You mentioned a little bit about it, but you know, for those you wrote a story about it on gophnext.com, so definitely check that out. But, you know, that's kind of a model. Actually, both of your stories this week were about the Islanders yeah. arena being a model for the Coyotes to, you know, follow. And same with the blueprint for the New Jersey Devils in their rebuild. So what can you tell us about UBS Center and maybe just some things just from your perspective alone that you think the Coyotes could ad adapt for the TED? Well, first of all, for fans going to UBS Arena pack water because it takes forever to get there. I drove from Manhattan. I left at 2.30 and it took me an hour, 40 minutes. Apparently, 
The Coyotes had the same experience going out there. You have to go through the gut of Queens. There's not a good way to get there. It is brutal. I would not be surprised if nobody from Manhattan goes to Islanders games because, wow, it's brutal. Anyway, aside from that, the arena is beautiful. It's just freaking beautiful. Their team shop is the biggest team shop I've ever seen. I literally felt like I was walking into a Ralph Lauren store. There's like (laughs) deep wood antique tables there's custom shops where you can build your own jerseys or hats or it was crazy and then they have all these amazing gathering spaces for the fans including this terrace that overlooks belmont park you know something that javier gutierrez said to me a while ago really stuck with me as i was touring that place he said with arenas it's not just about the seats anymore Fans want places, you know, they want spaces to gather in. It's experiential. And when you go to UBS, you understand that's where things are going now with new arenas. I'm sure that the Coyotes got a good look at this as well as some of the other new arenas here and in other sports. And who knows, maybe they toured Europe as well because that's what the Islanders did. I'm sure they're taking a lot of the best pointers from these places and thinking about incorporating some of them into their own arena if it gets approved, of course. Uh, by referendum in May. Yeah. Um, isn't UBS the one that there's like 13 different bars? Yeah. It's, yeah. There's, there's a lot of places to hang out, and they're, they're really cool spaces. Even the suites, like they, you know, they have the uh, event-level suites. Those are all amazing. And everything's modeled. It, it feels like it, it feels old-timey, and they tried to do that. They tried to make it mimic Belmont Park in a way to, to capture the history of the region and, and the track. So... They really succeeded, in my opinion. It's a beautiful place. Although, I will say that the press box, you guys probably got this when I was on camera the other night. It's a bit high, and the angle isn't quite right. So, you know, when the cameras, I think, are looking at too many rafters. They're having a hard time seeing the scoreboard. And when I was sitting in the press box and my laptop was open in front of me, I had to, part of this is because I'm height challenged, but I had to uh, raise myself up a bit to see the ice. Yeah, uh, it's not quite the 14th row like you get at Mullet, Craig. You're now spoiled by the 14th row, and now you're hanging from the rafters <laughs> in these press boxes in New York. Um, PD, do you have any other questions for Craig? No, I just want to make sure Craig catches catch the bus. The bus? Yeah. He'll be it's in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we Should don't I want... Should I tell a tale from the road before I go, PD? Yeah, tell a yes. tale from the road. You remember Buffalo when the Diamondbacks were in the World Series? I was in the press room and I had finished writing my story. I was there with Timmy Tires, who yep. you know from from, from AZ Central. <laughs> yep. And Timmy says, "Oh no, we still got like 15 minutes before the buses leave, so we're watching Uh-oh. the Diamond World Series." BK Kim blowing another save at Yankee Stadium. I peek my head out the door. I don't know if you remember where the press uh, press room was down there, Petey, but there's a hallway to the left. There's a door with a little glass window. And what do I see going past in the glass window? The Coyotes bus. It's already left. So we missed it. Timmy and I got in a cab back in the days before uh, Uber. Before they had the type of security that, that they have these days. We somehow got onto the tarmac of the executive terminal in a cab. <laughs> in a cab. They drove us right out into the tarmac. We get out. And there's, there's uh, Bobby Francis standing at the top of the stairs to the plane, tapping his foot, saying, Where's my 10,000 bucks, boys? <laughs> Where's your fine money? <laughs> Where That's is like the fine? when you woke up in the hotel. Yeah, and, and missed I had the missed the bus. It's the worst feeling in the world. It's <laughs> absolutely misery. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Craig, man. don't miss the bus tonight. Get to, get to the Rangers safely, and we get to do it all over again in less than 24 hours. All right, guys. I will see you tomorrow. Yep. Travel Bye, safe. Craig. Thank you.
Um, definitely check out Craig's stories on gophnext.com. Like I said, he published one today about the New Jersey Devils blueprint for their rebuild and the impact that Ray Shiro had. And, you know, we're kind of seeing that come to fruition now with the Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer and those top end picks now successful on this team. So he wrote about that. He also wrote about UBS Arena, um, of course, which we just touched on. So check those out at gophnx.com. You can read those by becoming a member. Lots of perks to becoming a member. More to come on some new member benefits um, coming soon. But when you sign up for an annual membership, grab a shirt from the PHNX locker. Check it out. The holidays are right around the corner. If you need gifts for people, the PHNX locker, all the sports fans in your lives. There's also gift cards in there. So check it out. PD loves this one. It's my favorite. All of the uh, letters from all of the fonts from the different Arizona teams. So check out the PHNX locker. Like I said, holiday season's right around the corner. Um, You can click the link in our description to head straight to the source. And also I'm drinking my favorite peach golden ale for Peaks Beer right now. Just, uh, you know, the other day got me through the stress of the Tempe meeting and celebrated a win. Now, you know, getting through this loss, great for every occasion. Check out Four Peaks. Get it wherever you buy your beer, um, which is a lot of places here in Arizona. And if you've never been to the 8th Street Pub, check that out as well. The 8th Street Pub is going to host all the U.S. and Mexico World Cup matches. So check that out. That's just a couple weeks away. I can't believe it. It's going to be super fun. There's going to be beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, $3 kit lifter, and Wow Wheat Pines, which is like are you know the wow and the kilt lifter it's like you and craig your favorite so um check that out you can register in the link in our show notes it's a free event and to drink four peaks you must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly um people have been asking about uh, first of all pd need phnx branded socks in the locker room for i know pd, PD has all <sighs> Literally the other day, he wore socks on purpose, but we had a close-up shot on us, so you didn't see, and now he's not wearing Yeah, and socks. I had really cool socks. I had colored I socks with little houses on them. I know. Um, and then Nicholas said, is there a new PHNX Coyote shirt coming soon? Love a boy howdy. P- I would love a boy howdy shirt. Boy howdy. Um, we've been brainstorming shirt ideas in the Discord, so that's another perk to becoming a member. Join our Discord, and we can uh, come up with some new coyote shirt ideas because i would love i'm ready it. yeah i would love a new one i really I mean, would um pd one part of this game we didn't go over quite yet and we'll do this now was your keys keys to the game and i made sure to get, get them out early today because i know andre turning you um i know because they pre-game. were before pregame they wanted to go look through them but we've talked a lot about some of these points but i'll let you uh yeah wait, don't them. rush don't rush the, the new jersey speed absolutely evident from the drop of the puck this is an incredibly fast hockey team they're young they're small they're quick they're fast and you have to stop them on the odd man rushes and i thought that they were able to show their speed and of the four i thought one was off the rush one off the four check one off the power play so for the most part the coyotes did it Decent job on the rush, although the New Jersey Devils were able to show their speed through the blue line. Shots fired. Oh, boy. Second most shots in the league. They didn't get a lot of shots on goal against the Coyotes tonight, but we saw with the Coyotes able to get 18. That's not enough. You're not going to win with 18 shots on goal. And the first period, they were down 2-1. to So they are now 0-6 when trailing after the first period. Yeah, that's just not going to do it. Um, But at least they weren't losing the first period by a lot like we've seen. Yep. Um, many times this season. So again, it's those micro improvements that we're looking for. 
combined with some losses is what we would like to start seeing again. I know people are getting caught up in the excitement of the winning, but when you look at teams like New Jersey and you think about, oh, the blueprint for the future, Jack Hughes is a first overall pick. Nico Heischer is, yep. I think, what, a second overall first pick? First overall. Oh, first. So you need that yep. to be successful. The Coyotes haven't had that. They need that. That's the only way they're going to follow in the footsteps of these teams that we've been talking about and comparing them to. And I know it's fun to get you know caught up in their success now and – we're happy with the success now. Maybe it's the reverse of last year. Remember, we saw that stretch in March when they yeah. went to the East and won all those games. Yep. But maybe it's just happening now to start. And you know what? What this is going to do is raise the trade value for a lot of players. Um, we've talked about Nick Ritchie. We've talked about <laughs> the other night we were even throwing veggie oh, into man. the mix. Yep. Shane Goss is paired at the beginning of the season. So if they're going to be successful like this, it's just going to raise everyone's value so that when they do get traded away and when you trade the best players away, the team's going to lose again. Hopefully, I know this sounds horrible to say, but just hopefully falls to the bottom three teams in the league so they can contend for that first overall pick um, because that's what we want. It's all about the future and you know, grab some more draft assets along the way. And who knows, we might one day – do a trade talk Tuesday and say, well, when they traded yeah. Nick Ritchie for this pick and this pick turned into yeah. blank and we'll say, really? Like that came from there. So, you know, that's, that's. And that guy focused. helped them win the cup. And it, you know, there's still, they get the loss in, but there's still some positive things to look for from tonight. We talk about guys streaking. The team had a three game winning streak, but Keller's on a four game point streak. On that same goal, Boyd gets an assist. Boyd's on a four-game point streak. The second assist was to Mosier, and he's on a three-game point yeah. streak. So three of the four players that had point streaks kept them alive. Hayton, unfortunately, didn't get a point tonight. And we talked about Hayton going no points in his first eight. He got points in his next three. Um, so there are some positives on the offensive side of the puck. This is a team that has struggled to score goals. And through 14 games... Still the only team in the National Hockey League that's got two goals in every game I this still, season. I cannot. There's just a few stat lines that I can't believe. That's one. The power play is one. Yep. Like The only team in the National Hockey League that has scored two or more goals in every single game to start the season and is the, the fact, Arizona Coyotes. And the fact that they won three on this road trip. And yeah. they, won, they had, before this game, won four in a row on the road. Like, that's just... Not what we expected to see. It's not going to get any easier from here. We talked about going into Madison Square Garden tomorrow night. You know, that's that's a tough environment. And then uh, Vegas later in the week. Can oh we actually pull up the upcoming schedule while we're talking about the games ahead? Um, luckily for the Coyotes, they'll have a little bit of a break here. Go home Sunday night after the game against the Rangers. And then right back out on the road, at least a little bit closer, Vegas. But Vegas has been a really good team. And... It's not, it's not going to get any easier from here. Yeah, and you, you look at that break coming home is going to be big for them. Absolutely no question about it. But if you realize how quick that is, because right now we saw Craig is at the arena right now. So you got to think when they fly to New York tomorrow, they're not flying till. They'll get, in, they'll get their flight between 11 o'clock and midnight New York time, fly all the way back here. That's a long flight. Yeah, it's like You're going to sleep that whole day Monday. It's going to be kind of a wasted day. Tuesday, you'll go to practice. Wednesday, you practice and leave. And next thing you know, you're going to wake up in Vegas <laughs> against the best team in the Western Conference. So this yeah. this trip is is going to get difficult. It is going to get very hard. Can we pull up the full road trip while we're yeah, talking about Yeah, because after Vegas, they're heading back. They head back Where to the East they Coast. Next? They go back to the remember. East. Don't they go? 
Detroit so after that? Six, seven. Nashville, Carolina, yeah, Detroit. Nashville, Carolina, Detroit. So they're heading back east again. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah. And They'll then, come home after Vegas for another day, but then they're going to head out to another eastern road trip. This is really, really Carolina, hard. Carolina, Detroit, Minnesota, then probably come back come for Thanksgiving. Yep. Or wait, Thanksgiving's in between there. They'll in be between. on the road. Come back for a few days, and then at least they're out just on the west. Yep, then they'll go LA, Vancouver. But it's it, those stops at home are great. You do your laundry, wash your underwear, get a nap in your own bed, and then go. This team, is, I'm really worried where they're going to be by game f- 14 of this trip. It's going to be very, very difficult. So let's take the little so wins have, when we can. Let's take the little yeah. positives while we can and see where this thing ends and up. And to have this start right now and and to like if if they lose out on the rest of this road trip to win three yeah three games that we didn't expect them to win just yeah alex said all right who made our schedule alex i promise you there's a reason it's so that people wouldn't roast the mullet the mullery anymore temporary locker rooms any more than they did for those four games but um the the annex is is almost complete it's expected to be done Next month, and then when the Coyotes are back home starting December 9th, it'll be done. And you know what? All these road games, they still have to play 41 at home. Yep. So those games will come. They'll get their stretches at home. Um, and maybe it'll come in the second half of the season, which we imagine to be a little bit challenging, especially if yep. they do trade away a lot of those players. So we'll see. That's what's ahead. Um, we are... I'm just, I feel like PD and it hasn't been just me and PD in a long time. Like it's been us and Craig yep. or we've been at home. Like this feels, feels good. Yeah. Kind of normal. Kind of like normal. today's back in studio and, B in the basement. We were DP's go- over there. He's DP's like, he's had a hard day of college football. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing on him. But, uh, earlier because the ASU guys were here, are here and we're here for their game and Totri was sitting in my chair earlier and i said something and he got up and moved my chair of course the oh, recliners the, the more furniture because pd and i have our designated yeah. chairs if we're watching hockey we have and pd was charging his phone because you can do that yep. on those recliners and uh, now we're sitting in these very comfortable chairs and that's thanks to more furniture so if you like these chairs if you've seen pictures online of our nice recliners which seriously there's no better way to watch Unreal. we had hockey we had ufc and we had college football i'm all about the ufc everybody knows yeah. me well knows i love yeah. my PD ufc was live betting ufc tonight on DraftKings, though. just saying <laughs> just saying so yeah. check out more furniture if you're looking to redecorate it's the holiday season you can even you know give someone the gift of new furniture or a gift card um you can spruce up your home during more's Furniture fall sale at morefurniture.com and you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend right now at more. And, you know, I know the Coyotes are a long way off from playing at home, but plenty of events to keep you entertained in the meantime. ASU Hockey was home this weekend. They'll be Another back big again. Win. They Sweep. swept Alaska Anchorage 3 uh, nothing tonight, 5-2 last night. Amazing. Talk about a wagon they of a, a team. Wagon. That's 20. a team you can... Go see right now. I mean, not yeah. next weekend, but when they come back that Thanksgiving weekend, Logan Cooley is coming into town. <sighs> Matthew you wanna, Nye's Matthew coming Nye's, you want that Coyotes tie-in. Number one team in the country. See a game at Mullet if you haven't already. Golden Gophers. I'm telling you, check out Game Time, the best place to buy tickets for the Coyotes, for ASC Hockey, for Suns, for Cardinals, any event you can think of, concerts, shows, Elton John's down the road right now. Think we can go sneak in when we're done here? 
Yeah. No. Maybe I'll check Game Time. The, they they do encourage last, buying last minute. I'm telling you. Um, so check out Game Time. You can save up to 60% when you buy last minute. And uh, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description. So scroll down and click. Let us know when you buy. I love hearing everybody's success stories buying tickets on Game Time. Uh, I want to talk about next week. There's only two Coyotes games. So we are going to have a regular live show. And wow. we thought... You know, we haven't done like a regular live show in a while. Let's call in the big guns. Let's get a guest. And uh, we're really excited about our guests on Monday, on Monday. Beauty. It's a good yeah. friend of yours. Well, because he can talk about a lot of things. Yep. And the team's heading to Vegas, so we thought we'd get somebody that actually lives in Vegas. Yep. And knows a little bit about hockey. So Rick Tockett is coming in live on the show Monday from yep. Vegas. Really excited to have him. You know, he's dialed into all around the NHL. There's a lot of stuff going on to ask him about. And like you said, he he has a pulse on Vegas. So we get to talk to him about, you know, the NHL season so far and what we can expect for that game next Thursday. So really excited to have Rick Tockett join us Monday at 11 a.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you never miss a show go live. PD. He's fun. He's a fun guest. And if, if people missed it the last time he was on, he's he's a fun guy to have Good around. Good stories, too. So it's going well, to be fun. Have to, you'll have to, Looking forward to it Monday. You'll have to think about I'll it again something. and queue up some more good yeah, stories. I'll have something. Definitely going to be a good one. Petey, do you have any final thoughts? From you know, I, I just want to get to – I know the team lost. And you still look – when you walk away from game 14, you've got the leading rookie scorer in the National Hockey League. You've got Clayton Keller over a point the a game. The third best power play. You've got the third play. best power play, and you've won three games on a very difficult four-game trip to the to the East Coast. Five games. Well, right now it's four. Yeah. So they have three out of four. So Even if they only win three. Right. So things are okay. So there's a lot of positive. We say it every day on the rebuild. Take those little wins, and the little things are going to get you through this season. Things are okay. Yep. Things are okay. And and you know what? We'll make it through the whole season together. Let's pull up the punch, punch card. card. I didn't pull up the punch card on oh, Thursday. Shoot. I was so distracted by Tempe. Um, but let's see where we are Where's now. Where's punch card voodoo? So we got loss. Three in a row. Win, 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 loss. We see what the clear pattern is set up for here. Three straight wins and then another loss. Yep. So, so Rangers. Rangers. Hammer. Hammer. Vegas. I'm just saying, yep. yeah, Hammer, the next three games. <laughs> yep. Woo! Wagon. W-A-G-G-I-N. Hammer, the punch card magic. Wagon. Tomorrow I mean, in the Rangers. I will always. I actually might do that. <laughs> I might take worked. Coyote's Money Line, Voodoo Magic. It's worked for Sean before. I like telling it. You, I'm telling you. So that's what we got, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in in the chat. If you're watching live, if you're watching this later, like this video. If you're listening on audio, like, subscribe. Leave us a review. We appreciate it. You can follow each of us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill. Follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan for all the on-the-ground updates. He's there. He'll be at <laughs> Madison Square Garden tomorrow. Um, Sean, you can follow him at Sean underscore DePause. Follow Peach and Exports across all social platforms. We have a ton of shows tomorrow, by the way, too. Cardinals, Sun Devils basketball, us. So check out Peach and Exports on YouTube as well. And then follow us on Twitter at Peach and X underscore Coyotes. Tons of fun there every single day. DP too. What? I'm just. The oh, ripped jeans, rip jeans, rip jeans for fashion. I'm wearing jeans oh, right yeah, now. Sorry, wearing jeans. Yeah, Sean is also wearing ripped jeans for fashion. This hole is a little smaller than the one on Thursday. I was getting a little bit roasted in the chat, but you know what? We live in Arizona. Yeah. I don't need to 
it, it's warm it's fine we'll all be fine um again thank you so much everybody for watching we'll be live again tomorrow night after the rangers game until then enjoy the rest of your saturday night everyone and we'll see you tomorrow